Hey there, Purpose Claremont. <clears throat> I just wanted to share something that came from today's reading um, out of Jeremiah 31. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I was so blessed by it. And I think because a lot of times we look at the Old Testament and just think God's mean and nasty and ogre, and he's not when you really dive into it. But especially in Jeremiah, I mean, for most of the book up through, um, up to this point in chapter 31, God's pretty angry with the uh, with his people, with the Israelites, um, because they were um, they were worshiping other gods, and yet they were playing the religious card that hey, we're still about Yahweh, we're still about our God, but they're off doing all this other stuff that looks nothing like people who are truly surrendered to God. Um, but when you get to chapter thirty one, you still see God's heart for his people. Um, so let me pray, and then I'll kind of explain what stood out stood out to me as as I was spending time with Jesus this morning. Let's pray. Father, I want to thank you for your reminder this morning. Um, Such an intimate chapter and passage. Uh, Even in chapter 31, you're explaining the new covenant that was coming, um, which we are recipients of. Um, This new covenant came because of Jesus. And so we want to to pray that you would... um, that you would reveal truth to us this morning, reveal truth about what you think about us, your people. Um, and thank you that you wrote it down in order that we could have certainty about it. And so I pray that you would lead this time as we spend time with you. God, you're amazing, and I'm just so thankful um, for what you revealed. Uh, reveal it again, we pray in your name. Amen. So if you look at chapter 31, verse uh, 3, the second half of verse 3 says, This is God speaking. I have loved you, and he's speaking to the people of Israel. I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, I have continued my faithfulness to you. Guys, that's incredible. I mean, his love is everlasting. His love for his people is not based upon how Israel was treating him or cheating on him, um, but he just loved them. It was an everlasting love. It doesn't end. And then you can look at verse 4. Again, I will build you. and you shall be built, O virgin Israel. Now, that's just such a weird phrase. Um, when you think of virgin, you think of purity. Um, and so, for but here's the thing. In Jeremiah, he's already, and in other, well, it's, and then especially, I think Ezekiel does it, he says it a lot. But um, in other parts of other prophets, he, he actually calls them harlots or that they're playing the whore uh, because they're cheating on him. So he uses this really strong graphic language to explain what it is that they're doing to him. Uh, you even see it in Hosea, um, this idea of, hey, you haven't been faithful to me, um, so you're, you're, playing, you're playing the whore. Um, and so, and again, I don't, I don't even like using the word, but he uses it. And then here he says, O virgin Israel. And it's not like anything's changed yet. It's not like, well, they made it right, and now... And now he's going to make them pure. That's not. That's not what. It, that's not what's happened. In fact, he's. Um, they haven't come back to their land yet. They're. They're going to be in uh, bondage. You see. You saw it in chapter twenty-nine. Uh, they're going to be in captivity in Babylon for seventy years, and then he's going to restore them. So this is. This is what he's saying about them now. <clears throat> he still sees them. It's like he. He desires to forgive them. Guys, it's just mind-blowing. But the part that really hit me is when you get over to verse uh, 20. He says, Is Ephraim my son? That's another name for Israel. Is Ephraim my dear son? Is he my darling child? 
For as often as I speak against him, I do remember him still. Therefore my heart yearns for him. I will surely have mercy on him, declares the Lord. This is God's heart for his people who were rebellious against him. But I looked up that word darling. And I don't know what your translation says in chapter 31, verse 20. Uh, is he my darling child? And in the Hebrew, um, that word darling means darling means delight, enjoyment, object of his delight. It's It's not just, well, God loves us and that's it, but... When he looks upon us, there's this delight. He, we are the objects of his delight. We are his people. And even with the people of Israel, as they're running from him and they're rebelling against him, and he still loves them. He loves them and just has a heart for them. Um, and I pray that you see the same thing today. So if you're a follower of Jesus, know that you are dear to him, um, that you are the object of his delight. If you're not a follower of Christ, and you're listening to this, he desires. I mean, why else would you be listening to this podcast for a little church community? Um, maybe at this point he's calling you into relationship with himself that you would surrender to Jesus and see and see how he sees you. But even before that, you look at John three sixteen. for God so loved the world. We're looking at it this Thursday night in Romans chapter 5, that while we're still enemies, while we're still enemies of Christ, while we're still sinners, Christ died for us. His love is un, is just beyond incredible. And so I just wanted to remind you of that today. I pray it's a blessing. I pray that it helps you throughout your day and the rest of this week. Guys, I hope, um, I, I'm just so thankful for you and um, I'm so thankful for what God's doing in you and in our community, um, especially during all that's happening. Um, hang in there with everything and uh, keep spending time with the Lord. Keep spending time in the Word with Him. Love you guys more than you know. We'll talk soon.